Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Tennis, swimming, lacrosse, whatever you need me to play, I'm going to go do it. If there's some money on the line, I'm going to go do it. You like it? You think Cleveland's cool? I mean, I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. But if y'all waiting on me to apologize, hell going to freeze. Not a game. Not, a, not, not the game that I go out there and, and die for. Welcome to the Points in the Paint Podcast, Stadium's NBA Podcast. Ben Wittenstein. I am Zach B. In a place to be. Zach Badger House, always in the house. Ben, what's up? Semifinals, baby. We are here. I know. It's exciting. I moved apartments this weekend, and I was trying to catch as much basketball as I could, so my whole weekend was moving and just watching basketball in rooms that weren't even prepared with couches or anything yet. Hey, so, a TV in a room is all you need, especially if you got some internet. <laughs> all you need is some internet. A TV and a robe, and that's it. You good to go? It was good. It felt good. <laughs> I was eating crappy fast food and watching, you know, Lakers of and course, Warriors you know, and Kings and everything. It was great. All your utensils and pots and pans <laughs> yeah. ain't, ain't unpacked yet, so you know you gotta have well, Chinese good fast food action, food, you know, all the way squared away. That's good. I'm glad yeah. you got that situated, and I'm also glad you're still able to fit in and squeeze in basketball. NBA action. Little, little little basketball action going on because there was a lot of it this weekend. Yes, Zach. There was a lot going on. We had some series finish up we had game seven you know we had a lot of stuff going on in the nba world it's like i I get a little anxious getting this podcast out because it's like we got games tonight we got games tomorrow gotta make sure what we're talking about is you know relevant yeah absolutely every day and so make sure you just stay tuned and locked in with the points of the pain podcast right wherever you get your podcast at points pain on the social feeds yeah everywhere you know wherever you get your podcast apple podcast google podcast spotify you know, just wherever. Points in the paint, baby. We, we here. We here. All playoffs. Here we go. Let's do it. We got one big thing coming up uh, as our first segment. One big thing, Zach. OBT. We got to talk about the Warriors. Yes, we do. Closing out the Kings on the road Man. in game seven. Steph Curry, 50 points. Burger, 50 wings, no fries. We don't need no fries. Classic Steph. Yes. 2015, 2016 Steph. I hate it so much. And let me tell you something, because I thought about this last night. Yeah. I've been, I thought about, I wanted to tell you this. You want to know something? Uh, My mom, yeah, big Steph person, big really? Steph fan. She loves big Steph. Steph. Big Steph, okay. fan, big Steph and Curry guy, a woman. She likes Steph. She's big <laughs> on Steph. I hate Personal. it so much because she used to like LeBron. Yeah. Now she's all, she's all Warriors. Steph. Yeah, she's all Warriors. She's all Steph. So that's who she's rooting for. I talked to her last night. So, Mama, if you see this, I know you're rooting for the Warriors. I know you're rooting for Wardell. We rooting for Brian Brian. Well, I'm rooting for Brian Brian. This is going to be a fun series. It's going to be a fun series. And, you know, we could talk a little bit about Game 7, but I, I want to look ahead afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was an incredible Game 7. Steph Curry, 50 points. Anytime someone gets 50, let alone in a Game 7, it's huge. First you know, they become NBA an amazing history. player. Mm-hmm. And then my question to you being, does Clay Thompson owe Wardell, Steph and Curry, like, a car, a, a, box, <laughs> a case of wine? Does he owe him anything? Because he was... Not great. No, he wasn't. Clay Thompson was pretty bad in that game seven, and it took all of those 50 points. Granted, Warriors won by 20, but they t- it took all of that 50 points from Steph Curry. 
to really put them over the top. Yeah, he what he owes him is a good game. He, he needs to give Steph the night off for one game, at All least right. in a playoff series. He's got to let Steph. I mean, Steve Kerr was taking timeouts in Game Seven just to give Steph rest. rest. So you Clay needs to come out at one point in this series against the Lakers and just go off. He needs to have a 35, 40 point Clay Thompson night where he makes seven or eight three pointers. That's how he pays it back to Steph, and I think he still has that in him. We just see it a little bit less and less from Clay. Yeah, it is less and less. And so I'm looking forward to that matchup, man. I really am. But talk about the Kings for a second because they had an incredible season. Yep. R.I.P. Right? to the beam. Yeah, R.I.P. to the beam. Dim the beam. Oh, dim it. Dim it for the rest of the offseason. Dim it for the rest of the offseason. That's tough. We'll, we'll see the it's beam tough. again come October. But Hopefully. Hopefully it's a stronger beam. Again, go through the floor. Go through the scoreboard. It needs hey. to be a full beam from the ground. Hey, you funny because if they don't won the series, like you said, Beam would have shot up to the moon. We would have needed a new moon. <laughs> yeah. So, Ben, Sacramento Kings, you know, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, what's basically going to happen with them next. You know, they had an incredible season, right? De'Aaron Fox, like, yep. I, like I said before, clutch player of the year. They had the highest offensive rating in NBA history, which, means, which means only thing that means now moving forward is that they got to step it up on the defensive side of the yeah, ball. Yeah, that's the problem. They got to fix the defense. That's what killed them in the Warriors series. <laughs> yeah. You know, you have to step up defensively. They couldn't stop, you know. Offensively, the Warriors are one of the best teams in the NBA, but you have to be able to stop them at least a couple of times to let your offense do anything because yeah. their offense can score 120 points at the drop of the hat. Exactly. Your defense can't stop anyone. What's the point? What's the point? What's the issue? And so, like, you can't have a guy like Terrence Davis guarding Wardale Stephen Curry because no. <laughs> it's like, who is Terrence Davis no. when it comes to that situation? Yep. But overall, I thought, you know, them picking up Sabonis and, uh, you know, for the trade, I thought yeah. that was huge. Hopefully he comes out and plays better, better sportsmanship. Yeah, like, I know that made some people mad. Yeah, I made Draymond no mad. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I don't know if Draymond's the one to be talking, <laughs> talking about, about sportsmanship. sportsmanship. I don't but... think that's, you know, don't throw rocks in a glass house and whatnot. But I get the point. The point's made. Yeah. Maybe don't be a baby about it. We saw what happens. We're going to talk about another baby of sportsmanship later on in the show. Oh, saw what happened to him with this team. So <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I don't know if Draymond's the one to be saying it. But Sabonis, yeah, he'll come back. He'll be better. I think he, you know, he's in the prime of his career at this point for right, Sabonis. So right. we got him in his prime. I think De'Aaron Fox is entering his prime at this point in his career. So they're going to have two major players in their prime. Yep. And they got some young players coming up with them. Davion mm -hmm. Mitchell is going to be really good. He, he needs to lead that team defensively. You think I so? Think, I think he's got to be All that right. team like leader that. defensively. And I think him being a little bit older, another year in the league, will help him be more vocal, hopefully. Because defensively in college, he was great. And that's yeah. what they want him for. That's what he has to be in the next couple couple years. I like that. Malik Monk, too, as well. You know what I'm saying? He was one of the features for uh, Sixth Man of the Year. Uh, he's definitely uh, yep. aiming for that award. So I like to see what he does moving forward for this team. You know, obviously, they, they re-signed him. And so I want to see what they do. King and Murray, you know, first rookie to get, you know, all those threes. He beat Donovan yeah. Mitchell's record. So this is a promising team under Coach of the Year Mike Brown. They got all these accolades this season, right? They had a rookie go out. He's probably going to be first team all-rookie. Coach of the Year and Mike Brown. De'Aaron Fox, Clutch Player of the Year. Malik Monk was pushing for Sixth Man of the Year. Yep. It's a team on the up and up, so I'm hoping the Sacramento Kings can keep this momentum going into seasons to come. It's just the beginning for the Kings, I think. For the next couple of years, we're going to see an actual Kings team that's not the butt of a joke. People are making fun of them. Yep. They're seriously going to be a top five team in the West, I think, for the next three to four years if they play so. their cards Ooh, right and they don't, so. they don't Kings it up and <laughs> completely collapse the next couple of years. Yeah. All right, we got another series who the Warriors are going to be playing. That's Los Angeles Lakers. Yes, sir. They take down uh, Bill and Brooks and company. They did. And the Memphis Grizzlies mm, that's tough. win the series. Yes, they did. Um, you kind of was fell off the wagon. Well, you didn't necessarily I, fell off. You asked the wagon to stop, and you got off the wagon as yes. it relates to the Memphis Grizzlies. I, <laughs> you know, I think we can look back at the tape 
before game one, and I'm like, Memphis is winning the series. Yes. They're going to win the series. The yep. Lakers aren't good. They haven't really shown much to end the year. Day to day. Grizzlies are rolling in. <laughs> How can we trust the health of the Lakers? And completely everything I said, the opposite happened. Completely opposite. Lakers were healthy. Davis, playing 90% well. healthy. Yeah, he's played playing pretty well. Decent, yeah. LeBron played great. Yes, he Austin did. Austin Reeves played great. Yes, he DeAndre did. Russell came in clutch. Rushi Hashimura was playing yeah, well. Yeah, who could have signed seeing that? Mm-hmm. You know, like they had every player that they needed to help LeBron and Anthony Davis step up. And play well. And on yep. the other side, you know, Jaws injury didn't help. It didn't. The hand injury was tough for them. Yep. No Steven Adams. No Brandon Clark. So nope. they were missing players. Like, yes. let's not get it twisted. Yes. In Memphis they were what the Lakers, we expected the Lakers, the Lakers to, to be. be. <laughs> exactly. And so when you see it from that perspective, yes, it probably would have been a little more competitive had they had yep. that front court lineup that they usually have out there, the Grizzlies, with a Brandon Clark or with a Steven Adams in the lineup. It just allows them to do more and have more opportunities on the glass from a rebounding perspective. You know, those small things with the game within the game. And so... Yep. Yes, Ben, they didn't have them, but hey, it's no too, excuses. too bad, so sad. It's no excuses. excuses. You got to go out there and perform. You yeah. saw what Ja did with basically one hand in one of those games, 45, like 40 point performance, right? Yeah. So it's crazy. It's a tough break for them, but now it's just be humble and come yeah, back check next yourself, year. You know figure what I'm it out. And I know Ja said too, he said, you know, my things, my thing with the police reports and, and the fights he was getting, and he said that definitely didn't help the team this year. That was a bit of a distraction, which was probably 100% true. You yes. know, he was missing from the team for. A week or two because of all that. So you get a clean slate, go through the off season, come back, come back fresh, new, hopefully more humble. They kind of realize word for that team. You can't trash talk until you win stuff. The words next year for them, the slogan should just be stay humble, (laughs) just stay humble, stay humble, stay hungry. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Right. Stay humble, stay hungry. That should be the slogan for the Grizzlies. So Grizzly social media team, that's what I want to see. Stay humble, stay hungry in their bio. (laughs) Just a little bit of cash for the uh, the payback, and that's perfect. Mm -hmm. So. Let's talk about this series. Oh, yeah. Because we got the Lakers moving on. We got Golden State moving on. We have Steph versus LeBron again. And you're seeing all the memes. You know, if it was Steph LeBron in 2019, people would be like, ah, we're sick of that. It's 2023 now. We get Steph LeBron. We're like, yes, give give me me Steph LeBron. People were tired of it at first, like you said. Now it's, I need some of that action. You got to appreciate it, too, in the moment, like Draymond said. Just appreciate what we have with Steph and LeBron because when they're gone, they're gone. They're definitely going to be missed. Yeah, it's, it's it's the end of an era when they're gone. So luckily we get to, hopefully not for the last time, but we can treat it for the last time, LeBron versus Steph in the playoffs. What are some keys? What what, what should each team look to do? I mean, the Warriors just keep the same, keep it the same, right? Spread yeah. them out, you know, try to play small. I think this is a series where, but, I, but again, I just want to throw out the fact that the Lakers beat them three out of the four times this season. Being, I don't they know, did. I don't know if how you how you feel about that. Being that means I like Golden State. See, I like the Lakers, and I figured you would like the Warriors, and I wanted you to be rooting for the Warriors because I'm rooting for the Lakers, so we can have a little beef within that That's series. Fair. Here's the here's the thing, and I and I hate to admit it, uh-huh. and a recorded segment that will go Ooh, online. <laughs> I like the Warriors. I don't mind to see them lose. Okay, that's fair. I've kind of become a bit endeared to the Lakers. I told you. I brought this up last week. Ooh, they got kind of a fun camaraderie with some each of that other. Juice. They got fun players. Dougie, he drinking some of that purple and gold it's, juice. It's, it's not, I'm, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid <laughs> a little bit for the Lakers. Austin so D-Lo, you know, they getting you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind to see the Lakers maybe advance. It's the Warriors, they're defending champs. We've mm-hmm. seen them. The Lakers, last time they won the, the it title. The it was, it was in the bubble, and they couldn't even have a parade. So it would be kind of cool to see LeBron get to the finals. 
see Austin Reeves, what he has to do. D'Lo, yep. you have Rui. Like it's a fun, it's a fun team. Cast. All these different pieces. See, you like the pieces that surround yeah, kind LeBron of and Anthony Davis now, as opposed yeah. to what they had before the trade. So I like the fact that yeah. you're kind of swinging. I'm, and, I'm getting on board. You know what I'm saying? You stopping that wagon? Yeah, you might stop the wagon to pull over and jump on board with the Lakers. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So I, I don't know. I think the Warriors have been playing their best basketball lately. I think they had a pretty easy series, though. You thought so? I mean, just excuse me. I think the Lakers had a pretty easy series. Yes. Because the Grizzlies were hurt, as we talked about. Yes. The Warriors have been through the grinder. They've they been through a really tough team. They did. So they, they're coming in sharp as a knife. You know, iron sharpens iron type That's of true. thing. That's true. I don't know. The Lakers, I'm feeling the classic Lakers midseason team is going to show, show up, up at some point. At some point in this series? Might be this series. Okay. I'm hoping that it only happens periodically with, within the game. Yes. I don't need a whole game where the Lakers are out there looking like they were in October and November. I need them to buckle down, especially from a defensive standpoint, from, from the perimeter being. Lakers got to show yeah, up they gotta shoot a bit. on the perimeter. Defensively, no, they got to stop somebody. They got us, bro. Ja went for 45 with one hand. Yeah. That's not okay. Not good. That's not okay at all. So just imagine what Steph and Clay are going to do if they don't buckle down those guards. defensively and stop the guards and Steph and Clay and yeah. Jordan Poole. Yep. So I'm looking for like a Vanderbilt to pick up Steph full court, start the game, out the gate, like on the ball. Now, if they're, if they're not going to have Steph bringing the ball up, if they're going to have Draymond bringing it up, I need to see LeBron on Draymond or Anthony Davis on Draymond. And those switches as well being. I need Anthony Davis to be a part of all the switches in terms of Steph and Clay, because that's a big contest. And I know Day Day won't be in the picture for that either, in terms of just like shooting wise. Like, I know I don't have to worry about Draymond Green shooting off a pass from a Steph or a Clay. So that's what I'm looking for from a de- defensive standpoint. Yeah, I think that's important. And, and you look at the way the, the Lakers have been playing, and it's, you know, they're going by the pace of their own drone, which I think is important. They have to control pace, they have to control how they run their offensive sets because sometimes they rush into things. Sometimes LeBron takes some bad shots. If he feels the pressure, it feels like he needs to make something. I think if they go at their own pace, they run their own thing. Control the tempo. Yeah, control the tempo. They'll be all right. I think they'll be all right against Golden State, but they can't let it get out of hand. Teams sometimes panic. Golden State goes on their runs where they hit like a ton of three-pointers, two, three, four threes in a row. Teams Mm -hmm. will start panicking, and they'll start rushing their shots, rushing their offensive sets. Right. You would hope the Lakers, with the experience that they have, can realize, all right, we just got to settle down. We'll be all right. We don't have to rush anything because they have to play their own game in order to win. I think also the Warriors will probably play a little more careful than they did against the Kings being because it was at times in that King series with the Warriors where they were just turning the ball over and were just playing so loosely with yep. the ball. Steph, Dre, Clay, like all three of the main guys, the core guys, at times in that series against the Kings, they were playing a lot loose and were getting timely turnovers, which allowed the Kings to stay in the games and stay in that series to push it to seven. What's the worry? What are we worried about? What are you worried about? You worry too much. Going into this week, as we have another series, Boston and Philly. Mm-hmm. What are we? Uh, there's a lot going on. Yes, Joel Embiid it is. injury, obviously he, missed game one. He missed game one. What He's, are we worried about here? Well, for me, being that's my concern level. The big fella, the MVP, probably of the yeah. league for this season, being I'm a little concerned that Joel may not return in this series. Now he possibly, maybe he will, but this LCL knee injury, it just sounds like it's going to be tedious, and I don't know if they'll have enough to win this series. Now. I do want to mention this, though, Ben. I do want to say this at least. 
that boy James Harden came to play for this series. He did. He came to play. He did. And when I tell you, I was so surprised and ecstatic for him. Yeah. But when the last time we saw a James Harden play that well, that style of basketball? Five years ago. Maybe. You Four know, five it, years ago? You may have to go back to OKC days because even yeah. with the Houston stuff, like a lot of people were bothered by the way James Harden played in Houston because of all the free throws he would get. Yep. He would get like 15 free he would throws play a for game. The foul. He was and then they changed the, the rule for that. Right? <laughs> exactly. So you fast forward these playoffs, this yep. first game, Ben, he was cooking. He was. There were hardly any free throws in this series. No, and it's a change. And you got to respect Harden for changing his game up. And I. Again, you know how much I dislike James Harden yes. in his game. But you know this how is much a, we did. <laughs> yeah, we didn't like it. We love to trash James Harden. But this is a different James Harden than the James Harden of five, six years ago where yeah. he's just playing for the foul. He's leaning in. He's pump faking. Just, that's all he does is try to get to the line. Now it's a smarter James Harden, a slower James Harden. He really picks and chooses his shots. He tries to get the mismatch. You know, it's a little bit more fun to watch. Yes. And we could see how 76ers really relied on him. Now we got a lot of help from his surrounding cast. Tyrese. Reed, Tyrese. Tyrese. You know, he had help defensively and offensively. Is it sustainable? That's my Is only that question. Is that sustainable? I don't know. I don't know if they, the Boston's a really good team. Is it sustainable? Not now. Somebody got to play defense in this series. I just want to throw that out there. Like, one of these teams got to play D. It'll probably be Boston, because, would be my guess. But Boston, they shot 74% in the first half in the first game, being, yep. as we both know. Philly shot 50%, was only down three at halftime. So, the Celtics, I'm asking you, Ben, what's your worry level for Boston? Because defensively, they have to step it up, sir. I am more worried about Boston than Philly, I think, in this series because okay. I think the pressure is completely gone from the 76ers, especially if especially they don't have Embiid. the first game. Once yes. Embiid comes back, they're all right, but Philly got home court now. They won game one on yes. the road. They have home They have home court. I am worried about Boston because Boston has the most to lose here. I'm worried about my reputation because I said Boston was going to go to the finals. You did. And now they look like they don't know how to play basketball. They don't know how to play defense. Defense in particular. And it, it's concerning when you can't play defense against a team that doesn't have Joel Embiid. Boston yes. was double-digit favorites against the Philadelphia 76ers, and they lost. At home. At home. I don't know. I'm worried about them <laughs> defensively. They got to wake I'm up. worried about how serious they are because you know how I love to say teams are unserious. I watch Boston. Game one, and I'm thinking, this team's unserious. Going through the motions, right? Going it just, through the motions. It just looked like they were just going through the motions offensively yeah. and defensively. Now, they were striking on the offensive side of the ball, but you got DeAndre Milton coming in off the bench getting 17 points in the first half. Yeah. That's not okay. It's it's not good. <laughs> There's a lot of like lower baseline issues that With them, if yes. those aren't fixed, nothing else is fixed. And it's it's effort. It's wanting to win the game. And it's those like very basic playoff things they I have, didn't see that. They have brain fart turnovers, yes. the Boston Celtics. Like, yeah. they have turnovers that they shouldn't have. Like, they may get an eight-second violation at some point in this yes. series. I wouldn't be surprised. Yep. Like, just because they have brain fart turnovers and mistakes throughout their games and throughout the series. So, and yes, they are still young a little bit, but they've been in the league a little while now. They've been in the league about six, seven years now, Tatum and Brown. You know what I'm saying? So, those small mistakes that they made, they need to clean those up. And they better win yes. <laughs> at home for the next game, or they're going to be in a heap of trouble if they allow J- Joel to just continue to get all this rest yep. throughout this series. Because I, he doesn't necessarily need no, to come need to back game for two, game no? two. He's kind of playing with he house home money. Court. They stole home court. So we'll see what happens being with Joel in that decision. 
The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Let's uh, fly under the radar. Ooh, a little under the radar action. What are people not talking about so much in this playoff? I just feel like they ain't giving my man's Dennis Rodman. Oops. I mean, Kevon Looney. <laughs> Enough love. Dennis Rodman, Kevon Looney. Because, <laughs> huh. listen, he giving you Dennis Rodman-esque numbers. You yeah. know, a little esque. You know, I was talking to Dougie Fresh, and Dougie was like, he really had the three yeah. 20 rebound games last series, man. He's Dennis without the crazy parts. It's Yeah, without needing to go to Vegas mid-series. Yeah, you know, no Carmen Electra, nothing. None of that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm very proud of Kevon Looney's effort and ability to, to yeah. attack the glass being against the Kings. Getting, ooh, he averaged 15 rebounds in that series. Only six points. Who needs some points? Like yeah. four, five rebounds. So he was dishing it out, too. He looked like a YMCA dude that played in the NBA for a long, long, long time. Against the Kings. That's what he was looking like, playing old man ball, just getting the rebounds, dishing it back out, guys getting open shots, open looks, second opportunities. Classic hoops. Good for Kavon. All right, my guy, I want to give some flowers to Aaron Gordon. And we giving flowers to defense. So shout out to that. I love the fact that we're giving we're giving giving flowers to defensive effort. Aaron Gordon, his defense Mm -hmm. on Kevin Durant. Game two. Woo. Chef Kiss. Clinic. Clinic. Zach. Aaron Gordon, not only can he dunk the ball. With the best of them. Apparently, Definitely. he can guard the best of them defensively. Ooh. You want to hear Kevin Durant's numbers when Aaron Gordon guarded him? I do. Guarded him a little over eight minutes in the game. Okay. When guarded by Aaron Gordon, yep. Kevin Durant, three for 13 from the field. Ooh, that ain't good. Oh, for three from mm. three-point line. That's sad. Six points. Locking him down. It sounds like straight jacket Kevin, Durantula, KD. That's bad. Easy money sniper. Aaron Gordon. And we know defensively Aaron Gordon's good. We know that he's a pretty good defender. But this is this is all next world, level. KD. Yeah, this is this is next level. This is Hall of Fame. Kevin Durant in a big game two in the playoffs. And Aaron Gordon locks him down. Still had 26. Locks him. Still want to say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He had 26, but he, but he had to work hard for Yeah, that and he had other people defending him. And the efficiency level was not all that great either. Two for 12 for a three-point line. He was line. tired by the end. He oh, had yeah. A, he had you a said he was flat. Legs. He was flat. His shot hit the front of the rim at one point in the fourth quarter. Like, this guy was hooked. And it was because <laughs> of Aaron Gordon. High flyer Aaron Gordon. I I'll love fly. the guy. He was such a good addition to this Nuggets team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you always kinda, say that time and time again. Yeah, I mean, his chemistry with Jokic is great, but you're trying love to figure that. out defensively he needs to really get it locked. And this was this was it. Perfect opportunity to do so. Yeah, how he fits with the team. Your name gets called in a matchup like Kevin Durant, who's all world offensively, can make any basket any given time throughout the game, and you go out there and you shut him down in that game too. I am proud of Aaron Gordon. Go out there and handle your business for that three for thirteen, zero for three from three point line. Like you really handled your business on the defensive side of the ball. Amazing. All right, never will I ever. What are we not going to do again? What are we? We have a lot of things we're not going to do again. Not going to bet. Not going to watch. Not going to believe in. Not going to believe in. Never will I ever. What are you never doing? Me, I'm never will I ever believe in Tibbs. Yep. Coach Tom Thibodeau's ability to adjust his offensive game plan, his strategic. Game plan on the offensive side of the ball. Ben, I do not understand. So, the New York Knicks series, Mm -hmm. Miami Heat series, right? Jimmy gets hurt, sprained ankle. He's probably going to be game time decision for their following game. 
But in that game one, the first game being, I'm looking like, bro, why aren't anybody going at Jimmy Butler? He's literally on one leg. Sprained ankle, Ben. Got a sprained ankle. Attack. Nobody, Nobody's attacking Jimmy Butler. Like, come Makes on no now. Yeah, How do you bad. just allow him to just sit and not be forced to put in any effort or any pressure on that sprained ankle that he has? And so yeah. I'm looking at Tom Thibodeau like, bro, we got to be better, Chief. Like, you got to do something. You got to put Jalen Brunson in that situation. Somebody that can get him moving on that attack sore him. ankle. Yes. Yeah, attack. 100% agree. I mean, that's you know Tom Thibodeau is going to make the <laughs> defensive adjustments. Got to focus offensively sometimes, especially with that team. You see a weakness. Gotta attack, attack it. it. Like it's it, it. no, it ain't rocket science. No, it's not. <laughs> uh never will I ever yeah, what you is silly my for never this will one. I ever. You silly for this one. I will never not stop laughing <laughs> at Dylan Brooks. I will consistently be laughing at Dylan Brooks because Zach it came out today yeah. from our own Shams. Yes, he did. Shams Serrania, baby. And he reported the Grizzlies said under no condition. Any circumstances. Under any circumstances. Any circumstances whatsoever. Are they going to bring back Dylan Brooks? That's so crazy. Not nah, he can beg, the, he can grovel, he can pay them to play for the Grizzlies. And they <laughs> said, nope, back. no thank you, sir. Be on your way. You really screwed the team. Someone in the office said, it's a parade inside Turkey, yeah, because that's where he's going to be playing. <laughs> it's a parade in China, yeah. He's going to take a world tour. Uh, he's going to have most improved player for uh, the China leagues yeah, out there. So That's that's a rough look for Dylan Brooks. You trash is. talk LeBron. Yep. You don't follow up the trash talk on the court. Nope. You don't face the media you after the games, and then you start complaining that the media is trying to hound you, you and, and call you side. the villain and like reverse it. Like, no, nah, bro, you Body. set this up for yourself. And everybody thought it was funny, and Kumbaya thought it was funny in games, and then you didn't respond in the games, and then you don't want to no. respond to your poor play to the media. Over two. So, so you fast forward all of that, and it looks like the boy Dylan Brooks is going to be a free agent. I don't know if he's necessarily going to be out Someone the league. Someone will pick him up, probably. Somebody will pick him up. Maybe that man Chicago needs to stop talking for a year, though. But he got to stop talking. Oh, God. If the Bulls pick him up. I'm sorry I threw that out I there. No, why don't you put that? <laughs> we're right next to the United Center. They can hear us. Don't put that out there. So, yeah, you know, hopefully Dylan Brooks is able to get a job somewhere. Yeah. Who knows? But for now, we'll see. he's going to be laughing at Dylan Brooks because, you know. Buddy, stop talking. <laughs> bad guys finish <laughs> first. Yeah. <laughs> So that's going to conclude this edition of the Points of the Pay podcast presented by Stadium. I am Zach Bazerhouse. That was my main man, Ben Wittenstein. Dougie Fresh is on the ones and twos, and we appreciate him oh so much. Don't forget, you can catch this podcast wherever you get your podcast. See these lovely faces on our YouTube channel. Watch Stadium's YouTube channel so you do not want to miss that. At Points Paint social feed to see all these lovely videos and just information about the podcast in general do not forget ita inside the association comes out thursday it's the playoffs baby so you do not want to miss that action with sham sarania pat garrity and my man cam smith do not want to miss that sharp lessons can't miss that betting playoff yeah what, what y'all got right now betting, betting play betting playoff betting nhl playoff betting everything nice so you want to win Jacobson, listen to Nate, the professor me. <laughs> Listen to the professor, Nate Jacobson, for Sharp Lessons with Ben Winstein. And you will hear from us next week.